0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: my basketball team has like the uh, um, jewish basketball national championships in like nine days huh. um which is like a big deal within my very small community um you coach like two-
0: freshman age kids right
1: so i did and then about a month ago uh i can tell you Exactly a month ago, I was I was told by the head coach, the varsity coach, like, hey, why don't you come up and just like help us for a week or so on the varsity? That was five weeks ago. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A uh, really poorly timed version of the Touchline Media Group because <laughs> we record on Tuesdays now and um, this this roster is dropping definitely by the time you're listening to this, uh, unless you listen to us on your commute on Wednesday mornings. Um, but I am your host, Asa aka The Twig. I'm here with my realistically co-host at this point, uh, <laughs> napoleon ben um
0: we're shooting for it
1: yeah i I guess not napoleon ben like what 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 19th century autocrat would you like
0: oh geez you can't spring this kind of thing on a guy you need to think about it if i say the wrong thing it could like be horribly offensive
1: let's just let's just go with like bismarck and move on
0: uh, how about i pick like oh never mind that's probably offensive too i was gonna pick like somebody non-offensive but never mind
1: literally pick pick try to pick a non-offensive 19th century world leader <laughs> go go watch watch what happens if you pitch if you pick lincoln
0: <laughs> right
1: like like lincoln you would think is like probably the safe one and there's still someone saying well he didn't really end slavery it's like
0: he I, looks I was- pretty ba as a, as a wrestler though according to that ai thread
1: that was amazing. I'm I'm all in on AI threads of like historical figures as modern uh, bullshit.
0: Yeah, I feel like that. there's like a, a niche there where we could be like, you know, the current US national team as rock stars or something if I knew how to work like AI. Um yeah. Actually, you know what? Not see things.
1: but now we gotta do this. Now see <laughs> you you you've introduced this and now we have to do this. So all right. Um Matt Turner is from New Jersey. So I guess I guess we give him Bon Jovi.
0: Or Springsteen.
1: Or or Springsteen. But I I feel like we can't like well, I I don't know. I, if I if I'm allowed to do emo, then I can definitely I can definitely stretch the fact that uh, both Emo and the US men's national team is based somewhere between Long Island and like Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. Right. <laughs> like the entirety, uh, dear listener, I don't know if you're an emo listener, but basically every band you like, if you like emo or liked emo in the early two thousands, is from like between philly and boston um except for Fall Out boy who's from uh chicago
0: they're not emo but isn't um isn't red hot chili peppers from uh, michigan
1: the drummer went to our rival high school
0: okay I, uh, was chad smith action there i liked red hot chili peppers they're a different kind of band i enjoyed mm-hmm.
1: them i stand them they are my go-to for like band i hate oh
0: yeah, I guess like, like they'll be friends, but still.
1: I, I guess. I think the thing is, is with is with Red Hot Chili Peppers, is they have one song that I enjoy, but I only enjoy like forty five seconds of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like yeah, I think can't like stop. they
0: were they're like they were like a, a kind of a you know nineties early aughts band, but they had a very different sound from most of what was going on at the time.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hot take here. Um, All they are is a grunge band that that smoked upper weed, not downer weed. <sighs>
0: <laughs> all right it's sort of blink 180 toast t- blink 182's thing isn't it <laughs>
1: uh blink 182's thing was what if it was funny to get kicked out of high school not sad <laughs> like like the central conceit of blink 182 is, I got kicked out of high school for drinking on campus but that's pretty funny let's go skateboard as opposed to most of grunge which was I got kicked out of high school for doing heroin uh and now what do I do <laughs> one of one of those two is slightly funnier um, I did, but Tom, did not expect
0: to be a music podcast tonight. I gotta tell you. I,
1: I, I maintain that while football season is, is, is not going on and while soccer season is in, uh, Nations League land, we are a nothing podcast. Like we, we are, we are the Seinfelds <laughs> of podcasts.
0: Did you ever, uh, so I have a, a, a... Very clear recollection. I used to enjoy Conan O'Brien like the early years when he was on at like 1 a.m. Yeah. And I have a, a clear memory of like, I think it was the Nagano Olympics in like 1998. So I would have been about 17. I remember watching Conan and you weren't allowed to smoke on TV on, at the time or whatever. And he's just lighting up and smoking because he's like, literally no one is watching me right now. <laughs> if you're awake at this hour, you're watching the Olympics. So he's just, he just like poured himself a drink and smoked a cigarette and...
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Touchlines touch and Touchdowns podcast. Because no one's listening anyways. <laughs> um so uh this episode is brought to you by the Smith first Management Group, whoever Blue Hair decides to put in, um Swoveralls, I guess, and maybe Paramount Plus. Uh stop that, reverse it. Those last two. Definitely Paramount Plus, maybe Swoveralls, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Okay, so um, I guess we have something to talk about, and then we have some other things to talk about, and, and whatever. But
0: all right, do we want to do roster stuff first, or do you want to talk about the Reina mess?
1: <sighs> let's do uh, let's do Rain mess first. It's it's funnier. Right,
0: um, it's really an upset that the guy who abused his girlfriend comes out looking way way better than the ones who didn't.
1: <laughs> it's it it is fascinating that we've gotten to a point in our discourse that. Beats the shit out of your girlfriend is not the headline of a uh, investigative report. Although I, I, I want to, um, I want to acknowledge. Uh, I, I need to deal with something first, and and it's because I'm a lawyer and I know how workplace investigations go. Okay, for all of the people out there, and I'm not going to name any names, but you know who you are. And some of you I know listen to this podcast. Like I know we joke, nobody listens to this podcast. There's a, a certain number of you who do, and one of you is going around with the conspiracy theory that um, MLS or U.S. soccer uh, specifically told the lawyers what outcome to get to. Um, I, I need to tell you how much that doesn't happen. And I will tell you why. Alston and Bird does not give a fuck about U.S. soccer. U.S. soccer is not their biggest client. It's not their second biggest client. It is not their top 100th client. Um, do some, do some math on the amount of revenue that U.S. soccer has and compare it to literally any company. Um, they, they, U.S. soccer and most, most sports entities, singular, not, not, not the massive ones, but the actual singular entities, compare them to literally any oil and gas company, any one of them. Compare Manchester United's valuation to Uber
0: or TikTok. Were there any partners working on this for the U.S. Soccer, or were this strictly associates?
1: This is an associate job. Are you kidding? <laughs> like maybe, maybe one junior partner who's trying to go in-house at U.S. Soccer or or MLS. But like, no. This was this was like a okay. Give us all your documents. We're going to review them. We're going to interview a couple of people, and by interview I mean ask them pre-approved questions that are lo- that our partners uh, put together on a deal five years ago that actually mattered. And we've just sort of amended them, which is why the biggest issue here for Greg Berhalter was like, yeah, he was very forthcoming. He was very like straightforward. Right. Because when you're an associate, guess what you don't know how to do? You don't really know how to do these things. So it's like when Greg Berhalter was like, yeah, I did that shit. Like as an associate, you're like, oh yeah, I can put that one in ink.
0: <laughs> the, the Kind of one of the weird things about this is like usually in these sort of cases, the more detail that comes out you're like, oh, that's worse. Oh, that's way worse. In this mm-hmm. particular case, it's like, oh, she hit you first, and then you hit her, and then you went to vol you voluntarily turned yourself in and went to counseling. Like, like yeah. I get it. It was like, no, you like <laughs> I was a teacher for almost 20 years, and repeatedly I would tell boys, you may stop the girl from hitting you. That's what you may do. That like, is the, no that's like under no circumstances. Nice. And I, I know it's not, like, the popular thing to say right now, but you're bigger, you're stronger, you can hurt her. Like, you she can hold probably her can't hit, yeah.
1: probably can't hurt
0: you. Yeah, like, but, like, the more that comes out about Greg, you're like, well, he screwed up pretty bad. But, like, he, you know, he's shown contrition. He's paid for it. The girl he did it to married him. So, <laughs> like. Like, there, there's, a, I mean, look. The thing is,
1: is that it's like, I don't, I, I I want to be clear about this. I don't want Greg Berhalter to be our coach for both sporting and non-sporting reasons, right? The sporting mm. reasons are short of winning a world cup. I don't think anybody gets a second cycle. C E G EG Klinsman, um, right. you know, but for like non-sporting reasons, like, look, like, do I really want a blood feud between our most talented player and our coach? Because um, we're not France. We can't get away with that. <laughs> We're not right. Morocco. We we are closer to Morocco than we are to right. France. If
0: there's a blood feud between our best player and the coach, we're going to suck. I do understand why the story came out, though, that legally he can be hired again. Like, yeah. there's no and legal he... issue with that. But like, again, it's time. like I tweeted the other day, like this isn't even fun anymore. Like, I understand no. there. there's like a certain. Type of person that like enjoys this drama, but like. And to a certain extent, I'm like, okay, fine. It was funny for a little while, but like, I'm just tired. Like, so just do something my, that's fun to watch. Like, stop, stop.
1: Like my my thing is, is that there's, there's two types of drama, right? There's, oh God, please stop drama, which this is. And there's really, really, really funny drama. Like hypothetically, I'm just going to give you a hypothetical here. Okay. Imagine that we had like a longtime captain who is fucking the wife of another one of our players, just hypothetically. Like, that would be pretty funny even 25 years later. Um, I guess the 25th anniversary of that would be soon, right? That was in, like, June that that came out.
0: <laughs> I, I Actually, I wasn't following the team that closely until about 03, 04, So that's slightly so, before my time. Slightly before your time. Although, but... honestly, I don't remember when it actually came out. Didn't that, like, come out on, like, a live call-in show? Yeah, no,
1: no, no, I. I so it – I wasn't, I obviously wasn't following it at the time either, but I, I, my understanding is that nobody really knew what was going on until like years later when some, right. I think one of the other players was like drunk or something. and like, I'm like a show, like a fun show. And it was like, yeah, John got, got caught with sand in the cookie jar and everybody was like, I'm sorry. What? No.
0: Yeah. The only thing I remember, I remember it was like Winalda was on like, oh, like was it Fox, well, it was like Fox soccer phone in or some weird <laughs> show like that. And, like, he just, like, put it out there. I don't know if somebody had, like, what you were saying, like, another player had spread rumors and he just was, like, fine, I'll throw it out there. But that's, like, I feel like I remember seeing that clip at some point.
1: I, I like, but again, hilarious. That's funny. All of that. Right? Like, when it, when when the rumors were going around about Wes and, and a certain other player's sister, like, that was funny as shit. <laughs> because it was, like, oh, two consensual or two, two adults participating in a consensual act that, oh, by the way, happened to like undermine the morale of the team. That's funny as hell, especially given who the, the characters are in that. But like, oh yeah, let's talk about the breakdown of friendships because um, certain people are crazy and other people are domestic abusers. Yeah, that sounds fun. It's like, you know, those shows, I, so so I, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before on, on on the pod, but like I watched this show called Fleischman is in Trouble. Um, it's like the, the last series show that I've watched. And for the first two episodes, it was very funny. I thought, like, we thought it was a comedy. And, like, it, like, was sort of, like, familiar to me, blah, blah, blah. And then by episode three, it was like, oh, this isn't funny. This is miserable. And I don't know why I'm continuing to subject myself to this. Right. And that's what this USMNT drama is. But, like, look, Daniel Reyna and Claudio Reyna behaving the manner in which they did. I'm not going to, we can address Claudio's thing about women refs in a second. Um, Because, look, for all of you on your high horse, your father or grandfather, depending on your age, has said that. That quote, verbatim, has said that. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. Like, is it okay? No. Should it be said? No. Does your dad have that text message on his phone? Yeah. Yeah, he does.
0: What percentage of men listening to this podcast right now, let's just say – Let's just say there's 100,000 male U.S. soccer fans that would somehow hear this. What percent of them would have said or texted that to somebody in 65%. There? Easy,
1: <laughs> easy, 65%. There's a, there's a comedian
0: I like who uh, made a joke about like, um, what if texts somehow became public? Like, cause no, you can go back and look through like, uh, you know, people's Twitter posts for 10 years or whatever. He's yeah. like, if that ever happened to texts, I would just go kill myself immediately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I can say this, like, there, there are certain um, Facebook or uh, AIM away messages um, that I'm very good, very, very happy did not get saved um, <laughs> because let me tell you about the world in 2002. Uh, we, we were not great people back then. And like, look, like part of that is growing up and part of that is like whatever, understanding things. But part of that is also like, look, asking for, for so, so sports are a single gendered activity. I'm not, I'm not going to get into the nuances of things. It, they're a single gendered activity. Um, like that's just sort of how they're constructed. Basically all sports. Um, I, I'm sure that there is. Mi- mi- mixed doubles. doubles, kind of. right? Yeah. Like I, I was trying to think about it. I, I, maybe darts. I don't know. Um, yeah. But like, but, and, and, and that's just sort of how it is. So like, to me, it's just as weird to have a female ref at a man's game as it is to have a male ref at a female at a at a women's game. And I'm not saying either of those is bad. I'm just saying it's not necessarily like you don't automatically get to say like, yes, this is a good thing that has to happen. What it should be is like women refs should be refing women's games. And that should be a bigger deal because the women's game should be a bigger deal on their own. But I also don't care. Right. Like, this is not like a high level right. thing for me. Like, I'm, I'm glad that there are female refs. I don't I don't know what little girl looks up at the TV and is like, finally, representation. We we get to we get to say that a woman right. is blind and deaf and wants yeah. to be a ref or to tell the, the woman ref to bend over and use her good eye. Um, You know, like all of the terrible things we shout at refs now, we can shout them at women, too. I don't think that's the <laughs> equality you wanted, but it's the one you've got. So here we are.
0: But yeah, um, the person who comes out looking worst, than Well, I don't know. Is it Danielle? Or it's is Jay. It, uh, Claudio?
1: I think it's Jay. I actually think Jay Berhalter is the one who because comes
0: out. Because he was on that. that
1: uh, yep. So yeah. I didn't know that. I, I, I always, I, and, and this was an assumption. I don't know if this was known beforehand, but it was my assumption that it was like, okay, I'm going to, guys, guys, I'm recusing myself. I'm walking out the door right now while Greg is interviewing. I am not part of, and it was like, nope he was on the panel. And when Claudio Reyna was asked, who do you appoint? Greg Burhalter. Now, is it, is it any better that they were best friends? No, but like, that's sort of the whole point here, isn't it guys? Yeah, like,
0: And like, this isn't breaking new ground, but like, there just needs to be fresh blood. Like yeah. you can't have people like, cause I, I listened to, I listened to the, uh, the scuffed recap of this earlier and like, I think they said Berhalter and Reina had been on the same team since they were 11 or something. Yeah. Cause like if you're an elite soccer player on the East coast, of the United States, it's a pretty small world in New Jersey. Yeah. So like they've literally been friends, associates, teammates for 30, 40 years. like how are they late forties, 50 at this point. So yep. closing in on four decades and like, and again, I'm sure I've said this before. If you've had a friend or known somebody very well since they were 12. You know what? I stuff. can get some of my like if I wanted to bring up the worst thing that my friend did in high school, I could probably get him in trouble. You know what I mean? I so so like
1: Stumpy ugh. and I have been close friends since we were 15,
0: 16. You could 15. probably get each other fired if you really want.
1: I to. could uh, we could get each other in prison probably <laughs> <laughs> in various countries. Like I we did stuff together. I know stuff he did, he knew stuff that I did like and like, look, the, the point is, is that if the, Claudio Reyna doesn't know this about Jose Mourinho, right? He doesn't know about uh, uh, Marcelo Bielsa. Right. So like, even if he's being like a crazy soccer dad, like, he doesn't know that Josie Mourinho one time did crack cocaine with a hooker, you know, in a back alley in Stamford Bridge.
0: Right. Well, like- can, you, can you imagine if the U.S. was a real soccer country? Oh my god. <laughs> I met, or if if the if soccer in this country got the attention the NBA or the NFL did, like this like Stephen A. Smith would be having like entire episodes devoted to it.
1: If if it's it's one of those things where it's like it's sort of a shame because we have the best talking head uh infrastructure, but we don't pay attention to the funniest things, right? There's nothing funnier than the fact that Gerard Piquet's K.'s uh, and Sh- and Shakira's situation. Gerard Piquet hated his ex wife so much that he got her in tax trouble, and Shakira hated her ex husband so much that she took the house. No, no not the property. She forklifted the house.
0: Their 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 attempts to out petty each other are, are fairly phenomenal. impressive.
1: It's phenomenal. I'm I'm very I'm I'm all into it. But um, but like this whole thing, and and really like the whole aspect of like the Reina's and the Berhalter's and like the whole thing is just, it just sucks. And it's not funny anymore. And it's not like, and like there are things within the report that don't make sense where it's like, we were limiting, we weren't going to play Geo cause he was hurt. Well, why were you running him 90 minutes in a scrimmage four days before the world Cup Like that doesn't make sense if you, if, if it was a load management issue and like that all is, is fine and good. But it, it, if you focus on that, you're missing the point which is that this whole thing is stupid and bad. And every minute that you spend thinking about it is a minute where you're not thinking about something that uh, is worthwhile, whether that is soccer related or
0: otherwise. Maybe the most concerning thing out of all of this is that uh, I can't even remember what I read where at this point is like somebody saying that, you know, Geo's the, the other players on the U S don't really like Geo, And like, that was
1: like one of those, like MLS transfer, MLS. That might be the right thing. And like, I
0: guess like, that kind of tracks a little bit. Like I'm sure the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And it, we, we joke about his, we joke about his on-field body language, but like, if you're that guy's teammate, eventually you got to be like, dude, shut up. Like, so, so, so there's, I, part of, there's part of me. That's just like, well, you know what? He's your most talented player. Suck it up. But then the other part of me is like, you know, what? we've all worked with that guy. Who's kind of an asshole. And like, things go better when he's not there. So I don't know. So I, I coach basketball. This is well-known at this point. Um,
1: And I have coached players, right? Who are just the best player on the team or the second best player on the team. And the amount of times that they do something stupid and self-destructive and go one on five, and then they make a jump shot and you're like, well, it went in, whatever. Yeah. But like, as a coach, that's like, no, that's not how it goes. And as a player, you're sort of like, Okay, why am I here? Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And like, I think Geo, um, there's an element of it that he's young, and there's an element of it that he is—that's his personality. Like, if you watch Christian, Christian is very much like—I think I—I hate to to say this, but like, he's like stereotypically American about yeah, it. Yeah, he's right? like
0: try hard team guy, pump yeah, up like, his yeah, body.
1: let's go, like rah. But like,
0: like, I think his best friend on the team is Ethan Horvath which tells you something
1: (laughs) totally tracks. And like Tyler and Wes have like a certain element of like swagger about them, but like Wes is more of a troll than he is anything else. And Tyler, I bet Tyler and Gio really like each other. I'd be willing to bet that Tyler and Gio really like each other because I think Gio is the only person who's like Tyler. The difference is, is that Tyler doesn't make other people's lives worse he makes them better. Geo makes yep. everybody else's life worse.
0: I'm going to push back on this a little bit because okay. I was about to say the opposite because I think if there's one person on the U.S. that will put his boot up your ass for dogging it, it's Tyler. Because like I've seen him on the field, like say, get you know, get him over here. Yeah. So like, I don't so, know. So, I, I, so the reason sure why like, I say that
1: yeah, no no no. So the reason why I say it is because I think that Gio, you can tell with Gio when when it's a game he cares about. World Cup qualifying, you saw it. World Cup, you saw it. He doesn't really dog it all that much, right? He's giving it his all. He's doing everything he can. It's just that real like realistically there are moments where he gets the ball to places where it should be, where someone should be able to do something with it and they don't. Right? Or he dribbles through 15 people somehow. And it's like, why is nobody at the end of this run? Why is nobody making that cut? Right. And part of the reason is is because they didn't make the cut because the last seven times you didn't pass it. And part <laughs> of it is because they don't see the game the way that you do. Right? Christian is amazing. Christian does not see the game like Geo does. No. I don't I don't think we have a player who
0: sees the game like Geo does. Um No, he's our most creative player we've got. Yeah. And
1: so like at a certain point, it, it, it reminds me like really what it re- should remind you of more than anything else is like Ray John Rondo. I, I don't, I don't think that I've seen that comparison before, but it's the thing that actually makes the most sense to me as I say it, which is you have a genius, a, a creative genius who can see the geometry of the game in a way that nobody else can, but he's an asshole on a monumental and volcanic level. The difference is, is that I don't think Geo is autistic. And Rajon Rondo absolutely is, right. And so, like Rajon Rondo gets a, a pass from a lot of his teammates because they're like, he doesn't like he he actually does not know how to communicate with people. Like he he like <laughs> like there are stories about Rondo. To, like,
0: to reach back a little bit, it's Manny being Manny.
1: Yes, very similar. <laughs> but like like with Rondo, it was like everybody knew it. So it was like when they had like fan interaction events and like all the other players were like shaking hands and smiling, they would just put Rajon in a corner with a Connect four thing with a game of connects four. And that's what he would do is he would just What's play. He 4. A,
0: is he actually autistic?
1: I think so. Like I'm okay, not, I'm not. Yeah. That. Yeah. No, no. Like they would put him in a corner with a Connect four game and people would just play connects four against Ray John Rondo. And he would beat the shit out of everybody who came <laughs> to play against them. <laughs> um, but like, I think that that's the way it works with Gio is that like Gio sees the game in a different way. He's got swagger. He's got belief. And of the players who we know that he came up with, who do we know who he's close with? Like, we know who's friends, right? Like, we know that that um, that Wes and Tyler are friends. We know that Aronson and Polisic and Horvath are friends. And all the other MLS guys are part of that cadre. Um, we know that Jedi and CCV are friends. Um, I don't know, Weya Wea and Polisic and, and Yedlin. Um, and I think Moose is friends with somebody. Anyway, I don't know.
0: He seems like he's friends with everybody. He's a friendly, friendly. But, dude.
1: Have you ever seen Geo hang out with anybody?
0: I'm trying to remember. Like there was a story that he got in trouble in his youth days being out late with somebody, but I cannot remember who he was out late with. And it might not even be anybody that ended up being, uh, Carlton it, like
1: it it
0: out, out <laughs> after curl <laughs> out, out after curfew. It was Carlton,
1: the, the the cycle before him. I think he was.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Andrew Carlton.
1: We should probably mention, dear listener, that we are going to uh, absolutely pay attention to the youth World Cups that are happening uh, in in this year. Um, and the reason why I bring it up after Andrew Carlton is, it doesn't matter. You think it matters, and it doesn't.
0: It yeah. really Andrew doesn't. Was star on that team, and Weston McKennie didn't make the team. So
1: all you need to know about that. But I think just to put a bow on this whole Reina burrhalter thing. Um look, Claudio Reina will likely never work in soccer again, at least in America. Has Austin um,
0: FC fired him yet?
1: Yeah. Did um, they officially? I, know well, I, I think they like fence. yeah like they like, you know, gave their notice under the contract, whatever. Um I think Greg Berhalter is done at U- at, at US soccer. I think Jay Berhalter has done at US soccer. I think that the whole thing makes everybody look worse. And on top of everything else, I think that Gio is probably going to have to like deal with this in some way, like for the next couple of weeks.
0: I mean, just imagine any of the teams you've been on. If like somebody's mom was just, I guess even parents at this point, we're just out of control. Like imagine the next time that guy walks into the locker room, like it is either either like, I think best case scenario is jokes start flying i think i think it's like like quiet side eyes
1: yeah i think i think that it the best thing that the captain of that team can do and that's tyler the best thing that he can do uh from from now on is just every time Gio walks in the game or walks into the locker room is just start chanting texting brian <laughs>
0: I like, feel like just like a, I feel like there's a major league like cardboard cutout of Daniel Igan in the future here somewhere. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> got to be, <laughs> got to be. Um, you know, just but but instead of it her it's her instead of it being her in a bikini, it's her with two cell phones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the last but, reveal is push send.
1: Uh, but but more uh interesting than cardboard cutouts of Daniel Legan is.
0: Paramount Plus.
1: Everybody, uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. UF. <laughs> God
0: <damn> it. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount Plus.
1: Nine months of heart stopping, hold your breath, exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the
0: group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title. No. Against Liverpool. No. Man City. Yeah, probably. Chelsea. No. PSG. Come on. Barcelona. Now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more. Fire. In soccer's biggest (laughs) club competition.
1: So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Voice. time, and extra
0: time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch
1: Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount+, Plus, but <laughs> they're not going to advertise for that.
0: Colazzo. Well,
1: See that right there? That's the mark of a professional, dear listener. That's someone who, who didn't know that that was their job and, and, and stepped up. I did freeze
0: um, for a split second and I'm like, oh yeah, sponsors. Oh,
1: right. Sponsors. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about, uh, this roster. Um, we know two people. We, we have confirmation of two people. Um, these no, things and who and Gio.
0: Oh, you know he's we, we know he's called up for sure.
1: We know he's called up for sure. Somebody from Fox um okay, confirmed I it. That. Um twenty-nine has told us that all of Leeds is coming, which is not a surprise, but
0: can can I can I yeah. just on twenty nine? Yeah. Yeah, I, no. I just can't. <laughs> You're like I, I followed him for a little bit just because there is legitimately like information in the schlock, but there is so much schlock. Like I just can't listen to the tweets of a 22 year old guy trying to farm clouts. Like, I just can't anymore, dude, you're insufferable. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm glad you're friends with Weston McKinney and you're trying to play that into a career and riches. I I mean, to be, to be um, fair, to
1: be fair, there was an entire show on, uh, on HBO for, eight seasons about dudes who are hangers on to yes. moderately talented folks and trying to make that a career um can we talk about
0: entourage for a second as like i did not um, watch entourage so i can't contribute i know the basic cannot, plot yes yeah,
1: it does not hold up you, can, you <laughs> cannot watch that show today it's fascinating it's fascinating like there are certain shows that hold up and you're like oh ha, ha, that was racist in a way that like we're no longer racist whatever haha ha. that show was was ridiculous Um, and it was, it was truly the golden era of HBO when you had that next to the wire. Um, because like the wire is, is just like a, a truly amazing piece of media. And then like, just before that, uh, you have, uh, uh, so-and-so had sex with Tara Reid. I thought he was dating Mila Kunis. It was at the same time. Oh. Like that, that is the plot, the, the commentary from a lot of episodes, like name drop, had sex with name drop. Uh, we're going to make the movie. We're not going to make a movie anyways. Um, so let's talk about the roster um, such as it is. Um, I, I think that the best way to do this is to go with like, let's, let's, let's sort of like reset our board because I know that Anthony Hudson is in charge here, which means that we're sort of like, are you a Lord of the Rings nerd? yeah, so we're in the Scrooging of the Shire part of the story, <laughs> yes. like like we're like the, the war's <laughs> not over. We're still doing this a little bit, but, um dear listener, if you're uh solely a movie uh watcher of Lord of the Rings, uh, Google it. The story didn't end when when the Eagles came.
0: I hate to be that guy, but I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to watch the movies until you've read the books. Um, there should be like a tester or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I will say like specifically about Lord of the Rings is that it's impossible to read if you don't if you are not invested, and it's really hard to be invested given that Tolkien is who he was, who he was, and Fellowship of the Ring is one of the most boring books of all time.
0: I I may have to log off right now. <laughs> really, I read that book for the first time when I was twelve. The, all those books, and I have yeah. read it repeatedly since then.
1: I, I, so two, two towers is amazing. Return of the King is amazing. Hobbit is fine. And Fellowship is unreadable.
0: No, 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 I, no. I, I, I like, I will not listen to your Tom
1: Bombadil slander. <laughs> it's awful. You get 150 pages of a, I, I understand it's not 150 pages. It's 150 pages about a, a, a birthday party. Like it, it's, it's so boring. I don't, I don't need another description of sausage. Not, how much of this is because I can't eat sausage personally. I don't know, but it's, it's, I'll tell you this. This is actually a funny story. Um, the first time out,
0: sausage yeah. is delicious.
1: I'm so they say, um, <laughs> the first, the first time I tried to read the Hobbit, I was like 10 and I tried to read it on Yom Kippur cause I wasn't doing anything else. Like I, I got done with prayer. I got home, I was fasting and I was like, okay, it's, it was a, it was a, a, a like an early one. So it was like late in the fall. So like sundown came early, um, And I started reading The Hobbit. And I don't know if you remember The Hobbit well, but the first like chapter is all about food. Um, And I was fasting at the time and I was like, I can't, I'm not, not, I can't do this.
0: Um, I will say, um, this is probably the only book I can say this about. It hits you different ways at different ages. Because like I said, I've, I read it for the first time when I was in seventh grade, which I believe is about 12 years old. And I read it for the last time, uh, I don't know, two, three years ago. And I'm. I found myself much more emotionally touched by it as I'm older, just because I've had kids and I'm more emotional, I guess. Like, yeah. But I don't know. It. It like try watching. It's similar. Like, there's maybe a, a movie you loved when you were 12 and you watch it when you're 40 and it's different. So that's like reading it each time is a little bit different experience. It's the whole like you can't fall into the same river twice thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: So 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 that the only experience I've had with that in a book form um was uh what's a good example oh i guess that happened to me with great gatsby um because you read it so so you read it in high school and it's like you see it one way and then you read it and for me it was like you read it after having lived in new york and come from the midwest and gone to new york and lived amongst that situation you're like oh i understand why this person hated the constant drinking and became a significantly worse person and was constantly saying like how did I get here and why am I doing this mm-hmm. and like it's as a kid and and it's, it's actually a good example like you can watch the movie and you can see that somebody never read it the second time because the movie is all about how like oh look at these like bombastic parties and it's like no no, no you're missing the point like that it wasn't fun like the, the point was is that it, like it's like the the like the thing is like Drinking is only fun for the first like two drinks, and it's not fun after. But you keep doing it. Um, I watched Fight Club recently uh, yeah, for the I first time. At in...
0: once, I wonder if that would
1: be different. It's different. So I used to watch it all the time, but it, it is a different movie when you're thirty something than when you're twelve. Because when look you're twelve, at, you don't get it. Look at us. And when you... We've talked yeah. about music,
0: talked about art, we've talked about gossip. Like, I know what is this?
1: What this is this, what what this is is this is this is uh Touchlines and Touchdowns 3.0. Um we <laughs> the are we are version. Yeah, we are we are Greg's not we're, here. <laughs> we're not drinking high life, we're drinking um uh I don't know, Glenn Levitt. Actually, I I had a uh a, a whiskey for the first time like Tlioth or whatever. I Tleoth. That one. It's it's um it's a scotch. Um okay. it's it's it was good. I I like I I got it like uh for, for Friday night dinner, you know, like I got like a special bottle. It's good, nice.
0: Yeah, I'm on a diet. Like, I haven't had any alcohol for like a month.
1: I mean, uh, you know, uh sure. That that sounds
0: there's US fun. games coming up though, so drinking will have to be
1: Yeah, that's I mean that's just part of it. Um the so I think uh the 27th is our first game. It's uh it's a Monday it? night. Um I will be in the air for that game. So okay.
0: excited. For the Wi-Fi so you can watch it.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless it's on, I think it's on TBS, which I'm, I'm flying. Um, on TBS, really? I think so. Yeah. Remember that the the new the new media deal kicked in, so like games are on like HBO and TBS now instead of ESPN.
0: I can't Fox. even. Like, at the, I I think I, I joked about this before, but I might just start pirating stuff out of sheer convenience, so I don't have to like figure out where things are.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. it's it's like if if you if you illegally stream it from the same place, it's always at the same place. Um. But, yeah, so anyways, um, this game, okay, this roster let's 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 go through the roster and and who we think should be there let I think that's the best way to do that is that essentially what we're doing is we're pre we're 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 doing the snubs or not snubs in right. in advance,
0: so we're assuming this is like the a team, right, I assume
1: so, yeah um like i i I don't think that they would bring in a b team just because I think that it's the type of thing where they would not want to like I, I could see them sending a B team down to Granada. Um but I think like the the starters will be in Orlando and will start against El Salvador.
0: All right. So here I I'm just gonna throw this out there. Here are the people I would be interested like so I'm having a tough time caring about right this right now because like all this crap going on and like the World Cup yeah. just ended and like it just there's no director, there's no coach. This just feels like Dave Sarakin again but like it does feel like that maybe even a little more pointless um but like i'm gonna be interested to see ccv yep tillman which one Booth. uh (laughs) yes but malik uh taylor booth and zendejas i think that's about it Um, i guess they could throw something in there and throw up kevin paredes or something and i'd be interested to see him at left back or something but like other than that, like, do I need to see Kellen Acosta again? Nope. Like, he's probably going to get called up, but who gives a Who gives a shit? Like, you know <laughs> oh, I mean? like, like,
1: are are, are we going to be are we going to be super uh, surprised that uh, Kellen Acosta can uh, hit those diagonals against
0: Granada? Yeah, he's going to lose the ball in midfield. He's going to hit a nice ball or two. He's going to try hard.
1: Great. Um, I think that I'm. What I'm interested in is I really want DK to get called up, um, and I really want him to be to to, to start to be sort of integrated with that first group um I, i'll be interested to see who they call in uh to be the i i want to see if they if they throw away at left back um okay. i, I want to see I'll, I'll be interested to see that um because i love jedi but jedi has a ceiling well and, and he needs and,
0: a like what if what if he does his acl right I mean- yeah like, like we need
1: somebody back there, um, whether that's Paradise or Wea. Um, I would love to see a couple of kids. Um, like if 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 you could, and, and uh, apparently, uh, Aronson is coming. But like, if you had left Aronson home to recover from his appendectomy and and threw out a Caleb Wiley,
0: um, like a key role Figaro or whatever that dude's name is, just yeah, sure, for Liverpool's you whatevers.
1: Yeah, great. Like I, I think like for me, it's like. I want Zendayas at the eight. I want CCV and, um, and McKenzie back. Uh, I don't know if Richards is healthy. I, I guess he is, but yeah, that's I, a- I want those three. I like, I, I understand the whole, like Tim Ream until it's not Tim Ream anymore, but like, I, I, I don't need to see him and he doesn't need to do this. Well,
0: and it's like, what's the point? We're just spinning our wheels. We don't have a coach. Like, right. We don't even, we don't then, know what our formation is. that's, we hire, we hire coach du jour in July and like, none of like, this is all wiped clear. There's these guys are just getting a cap and their 20 grand bonus or whatever the hell it is. So it's, it's almost like,
1: like, I'll tell you this actually. I'll, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate if they actually committed to the whole last hurrah thing. Um, like it, it would be very funny to me if you called up Josie Altador and Michael Bradley and, uh, Daniel Lovitz and Nick <laughs> Lima and
0: I would watch that one hundred percent. Are
1: you uh, uh, a thousand times out of a thousand? Um, Like That's I would Omar love
0: Gonzalez that. doing, get him out here.
1: Omar Gonzalez start Roldan and Morris and Ariola. Like hell yeah, let's do it. Like against Granada, why not? And also, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. like I think that that would be so. That would so be the fun.
0: soccer version of smoking a cigarette live on TV.
1: Yeah, right. And like, like. I think that it, one of the funniest parts about it would be the reaction from like, because look, there is, it's not a class divide. It's an age divide in our fandom. There's an age divide in our fandom. People who are aware that the U.S. men's national team did not start with um, the ascension of Christian Pulisic and people who are unaware of that, right? like I think that there's a, a number of people who became fans during or after Cuba um, and that it shapes a lot of the way that they look at the game. Um, and then there are those of us who are like, Kuva sucked. Like, like it wasn't cool to do that. But like, the the Algeria game still happened,
0: right? Yeah. Like, like the the yeah. The, there are, uh, there are good memories pre two thousand seventeen, whatever it is.
1: The the that Belgium game, like, I'll remember that. Like
0: that still happened. And um, playing Wando. Brazil in the in the uh, Confed Confederation Cup, Cup final. Rip, yeah, like Rip Confederation Cup. <laughs> t- talking yourself
1: into believing we had a chance in that game. Like, yeah. I, up two I, to nothing. I'm talking about before the game. Like Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> that's still I still remember Clint Dempsey just like sobbing on the field when that game ended.
1: Yeah. <sighs> um yeah, that one's tough. But like I think that it would be so fun. Like I would love to see Josie get one more cap. Like I I, I know that is he there playing is playing no... for New
0: England? At least on no the idea. roster or whatever.
1: I have no idea. Huh. Um but like I not not this group, right? But like the group before. So I'm not talking about Zardes, really. I'm talking about Josie. I'm talking about Bradley. I'm talking about um, you know Omar Gonzalez. Uh, I would have said Tim Ream, but Tim Ream magically came back. Um, right. uh, you know Omar. Uh, what's his name? The the, the Jeff Cameron. Um, like that group, and like have Sean Johnson and Goal. Who cares?
0: Josie Altidore is still making 2.2 2 million dollars.
1: Get that money. Good for you, man. Good Good for for you, you. Josie. Um, We mentioned it, I think, I don't know if it was last episode or two episodes ago, about how, like, there is nothing that anybody can do that will match what Josie did when he was 19. And, like, I I think that, like, in my mind, like, I would love to do that. I would love to run that back in a semi-meaningless but competitive game. Because it's not like, like, look, if this were, if we had hired a coach already, then I would say no
0: right like oh i'd be totally i'd be like so interested what's he gonna do who's gonna call up who are his guys gonna be what's for at this point we just have anthony hudson doing a shit uh, like a a shitty imitation of greg berhalter because he doesn't have any ideas of his own like he's just like uh, like you know uh what's that phrase imposter syndrome or whatever when you get a new job and you like you know he's got that bad oh yeah i don't know what i'm doing but in a British accent. Um, right. Yeah. So it sounds, it sounds like he knows what he's talking about.
1: Um, like I would, I would love to, to see that. And if we had a coach, like it would be very interesting. Like you'd, you'd, you'd see, Oh, like, are we in a three back all of a sudden is, is somebody a, a center back for the national team who we didn't think was a center back? Like, that's interesting. Um, but like here, we're going to run out of four, three, three. We're our, our, Our fullbacks will overlap unless death doesn't come, at which point they'll want one of them will tuck in. Like I I can tell you how they're gonna play. I can tell you that they're gonna score a lot of goals because Granada's overmatched, and we'll be annoyed at the El Salvador game and we'll win and it's fine. Like all of that is sort of the situation, um, which makes it not fun. Like, look, am I gonna watch these games? Yes. Am I going to podcast immediately after these games? Yes. Uh, am, am I going to like analyze this in my own head more than I should? Yeah. But like, does it matter? Like, not really. And and if we're not going to have a coach until July, or God forbid after July, then we've lost. We we've burned a year, essentially. Because
0: have we, I missed anything about sporting directors? By the way, I've heard a nope. bunch of people have turned it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, we know that the guy from Sporting Kansas City turned it down. Um, we Gooch is apparently still in the air, but like somebody else. I,
0: too i forget who now though another yeah. mls uh technical director type gm guy
1: yeah i mean like for me i'm, I'm just not sure why you need that person i i don't, I don't know what that person does
0: that they hire a coaches coach.
1: <laughs> just hire a coach like i i i don't i don't know why you wouldn't just hire the coach
0: Uh I think this is something Bell said. He was like, at this point it wouldn't be the worst idea just to have go back to the Sunil Galati era where it was just one guy doing everything. Yeah, sure. Why not?
1: Um like like look, like that was the thing in uh in in um the NBA for a really long time. Like they were like, oh, we're giving we're giving the the coach like also player personnel decisions. And it was like it always was bad because coaches are bad gms generally well that
0: that was the pattern in the premier league too like uh i think ferguson was like one of the last holdouts that that was yeah. like he still got to pick the players and coach the team but
1: i mean like for us it's like there's the, the team picks itself for the next four years more right. or less like I we, mean, we,
0: we don't know who's coming up or whatever but
1: i i am willing to bet that I can right now guess eight of 11 starters, uh, on, you know, June, whatever, 2026, you know, like MMA, Polisic, Reina, Dest, Jedi, like, I, I feel good about all of that.
0: Maybe, but you got to think of what we, what, what we didn't know in 2019. Well,
1: 2019, we knew we knew that there was like a lot of like, okay, youth is coming and we need to find some folks. But I mean, it's really more like, who did we know was going to start in the last game of qualifying on you know August 1st, 2014? And we would have been more or less correct. Like we would have had Gedlin in there. We would have had, we probably would have had Julian Green, who
0: is not there. Michael Bradley, you would have had in there.
1: You would have had Michael Bradley in there. You would have had Josie Altidore in there. You would yeah. have had, you probably would have had Landon and Clint so we would have been Maybe. wrong about one of those but like yeah. still like we would have been mostly correct you know we would have been like it's not going to be Tim Howard so I don't know
0: Brad Gazan
1: sound right to you and we would have been like yeah sure
0: I guess I'm just I'm a little bit more optimistic about my ignorance like <laughs> I, I, I think there's people out there that are coming and it's like like what if this Figueroa kid like ends up making liverpool's bench in two years or something i don't know sure
1: i mean like look like i would love it like but it's just
0: for instance but
1: right but like my thing is is that like other
0: names that are going to be at
1: yeah but they're not going to be better than pulisic and Reyna and you know wes and tyler and whatever
0: i hate to break this to you but pulisic isn't getting better anymore
1: No, but he's still (laughs) at a level that like, I, like we would know, I I would say like, we would know the name of the kid who's going to eclipse Polisic by the time, like by this time,
0: I guess you're talking about three years out name when he was probably 15 or 16. So
1: you were hearing whispers about Polisic when he was 15, 16.
0: The other thing is though, like we were so desperate for players that like, I was out there on like big soccer looking for those names. Right. I'm not anymore. Like, which is its own point. Yeah. Like if you're not starting for Dortmund or you're not starting for Chelsea or you're not starting for whoever, I don't really care about you anymore. I'm sorry. Like call me when you're starting for a real team.
1: I mean, like, and, and the, the, like the inverse of that is that like the guys we do know, like we know what they are, right? Like I think Cade Cowell could be a a rich man's Jordan Morris, Jordan Morris without the injury. Great. But like, that's not, that's not displacing anybody. (laughs) No, no. Uh, you know like Kevin Paredes like yeah maybe he could be our backup left
0: back has uh has Cade Cull's uh agent talked him into like a Real Madrid move yet no.
1: uh no no oh I, I think he's really like committed to the project that they have at San Jose so
0: <laughs> those <laughs> rumors kill me I'm every like, time I've watched him play he ain't going to like, like it's, it's European it's, club you wanted to yeah it's, it's and- one of
1: those funny things because it's like we've seen you, we know what you can do and what you can't do. And it's like, look, I, I do believe that Cade Cowell could get a big move, not because he's good at soccer. Cause he's not, but because like, if you look at the profile of a wing back it, it, at the highest levels, it's like Cade Cowell would be a huge pain in the ass to deal with. If I mean, you were playing if, against him, But yes, then what?
0: if, if soccer worked like the NFL, like, yeah. Draft you straight on traits. Like Trayvon Walker was not the best football player in the draft. Not post.
1: is was not the best player on his defensive line, and right. wasn't
0: actually top two. But they measured him and had him run, and they're like, he has really long arms, and he's really fast and strong. We can do something with this. Like well, Real Madrid ain't doing that. If you're really no. fast and strong, you better also know how to play soccer and have a good touch. And da 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 da. Like, but like, here,
1: here's my thing. And, and here's my whole point about it. At the, at the elite levels, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool, City, Chelsea, whatever, super League teams. No. But like, if you're, if, 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 if I'm a, uh, what's a good example? Valencia is a good example, right? If I'm Valencia and I'm sitting there saying to myself, like, okay, I need to figure out a way to play that other people don't want to play in me and that we are successful. And like, one of those things that you could settle on is like, what if we were just fast as shit, like just like really, really fast? And it's like, well, we would lose a lot of games because we would get well, ourselves out of position. If, but if like
0: I saw, if I saw the Cade Cowell transfer rumor was Eintracht Frankfurt is interested. Like, okay, you got me there. But yeah, he, I he, he could be better. Have that down yet? Like, I'm trying to look it up. What are the? Yes, Newcastle, Bayern Munich, and Milan and Juventus. Probably Take not. down about two tiers, agent. Like, <laughs> I want to hear that uh, AZ Elkmar and oh, yeah. um, Werder Bremen and Manza are looking don't even, at
1: Don't Don't even say Werder Bremen. It's not nice. Don't put that into the world. I, 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 that's not nice to wish on any of our players, it's, let alone.
0: just a German team that popped into my head.
1: I mean, like, no, but like, I, I think it's like, it's a well taken point where it's like, if you told me like Leon was interested in Kate Call, I'd be like, sure sure why not okay like
0: i I, tell me psg is interested
1: like i'm gonna say no
0: (laughs) i got a bridge to sell you too
1: neymar is hurt so we got we went to the next guy on the list and it was in fact kate cowell
0: you know what you can come back with julian arajo moved to barcelona he
1: did move to Barcelona, sort of sort of (laughs) barcelona b but um yeah that's wild i i i really would have bet against that um I I still don't understand that. I still don't. Uh, is he actually playing for Barcelona B now? I have no idea. I I have to tell you the there there was a moment there there was a a very brief moment in time in which I cared very intensely about what Julian Rajo did and did not do, uh, and that right. moment has passed. Um, oh yeah, by the way, uh, we didn't really mention it. We alluded to it, but Zendejas is like uh,
0: ours. Yeah, committed. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I, like, like, I feel like people are slow playing him a little bit. They're like, okay, he's our fifth winger. I don't know. I feel like he's got a chance to be maybe better than that. And also, if he offers depth at the eight in a way that none of those guys do, like, he might I mean, all of a sudden become pretty important. This this
1: iteration of Luca plus Zendejas um, means that we we have two eights who I like am interested in seeing as opposed to before where it was like, I don't know, Sebastian Leggett for way longer than it should have been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, although Sebastian Legette is winning at like whatever, whatever you want to throw at Sebastian Legette, he can come back to you with like, I play f- professional sports and I'm about to marry a, like a, a singer who's notable for being hot. So,
0: you know, yeah, he's doing all right for himself.
1: He's doing fine. Um, but I, th- I think like, you know, our view of this um, is probably like the healthy one, which is like, this doesn't really matter, but hopefully somebody, something fun and good will come out of it. I don't need to see Walker Zimmerman. I don't really need to see anybody who's over the age of 25 because at that point, they'll be at the tail end of their prime. If not past their prime in 2026, like you're talking about 2930. All those soccer analytics books tell us that prime is 24 to 28 earlier for attackers later for defenders, but like, I don't need to see Walker Zimmerman. Like it, I I don't, it it doesn't help anybody.
0: Sorry. Back to Zenday house. I pulled them up on transfer market. Last season he played fifteen times at right wing and twelve times in central midfield okay i mean that's that's not a uninteresting player so far no. th- so far this season he's played twenty four games at right wing, but last season sure,
1: sure. <laughs> but last season um no, i I think the thing is is that like we just need to one of these dudes who's nominally a winger to grow into a
0: central midfielder well him what, tillman uh, whatever. I, I don't know enough about Zendehas. What is his like uh he's one point six five meters tall. What does that even mean?
1: <laughs> uh I'm gonna guess five seven because everybody in Zachar is five seven.
0: Yeah, probably. Five ten um, at the tops. Uh
1: yeah. But I, I think like Zendehas at the eight, Tillman at the eight, uh Luca, you know, maybe at the six. He's 5'6", like maybe-
0: hundred and forty pounds.
1: Of course he is. Dang it, man. Um,
0: Grow six inches and add 30 pounds immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah, come on. What are we doing here? Um, like, I, I, I would lo- like, my thing is, like, I want to see DK. I want to see backups at the eight. I want to see Reyna integrated into the team.
0: I want to see... A, big, a good eight. He's a big dude. Get him in there.
1: Reyna? Reyna.
0: Yeah, yeah. he should be playing. Kind of plays central a little bit for Dortmund. What are you doing, Anthony? Do something interesting. Yeah,
1: just, you know what? How about this? What if... Instead of a uh, false nine situation, what if we just had two strikers and a, a 10 and we did a diamond and it would be great. Everybody would love it. Everybody's having a, a, a great time. I, I, I am, I am very, very longing for the days of the Jurgen Klinsmann. I don't know what information <laughs> we're in. <laughs> do you? Like, I,
0: Jermaine, I, what are we doing, man?
1: What, what are we doing? Like, so, so as a coach, sometimes like what you do is, is you'll ask your best player like what play do you want to run? You know, just like like it gives them agency and also it lets you know like what they like and, and you want your best player to feel comfortable. But like there's a part of me that thinks Jurgen went to 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 Bradley or Jermaine or, or whoever, and we're just like, what do you want to run out today? And they're like, 4-4-2. Four, four, All right, cool. Let's do a 4-4-2. Four, four, Wait, diamond or flat diamond. Sweet. Let's and then do five
0: it. minutes before. Three five two. Go. <laughs> whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> uh my my hot take is that um the difference between a uh a uh 442 tight diamond and a 352 is nothing it's the same formation. that that's my hot take right. um but uh for more hot takes uh you can find ben at the l herald on twitter um he tweets out about uh honestly apathy like if if you, you want to get a sense for the apathetic usmnt fan like don't don't follow me right now if you're not already there <laughs> it's 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 getting there. We'll, we'll, we'll be back up in the summer. Seasonal affective disorder is over. Um, we're, we're, we're getting there. Um, you can find me, uh, at my, my personal account. I'm Desquire main account, TLS TDS. Um, we'll be on Instagram discussing the the nature of, um, whether or not you can dig yourself deeper into a hole after you've already dug yourself into a hole and you lost your shovel. Um, we entitle that project the Reina family. Um, Special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue ray decides to put in, Paramount Plus. Um, Again, so overalls get at us. Um, Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local uh, gossip monger. Um, And obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time.
0: Podcast Network.